welcome to Let Me Ask My Mom. I am your host, Carlisle Studer, here with my lovely mother, Carmen Studer. Hello, darling. Hey, Mama. How's it going? Very well, thank you. You're so good at those introductions. <laughs> I know. I feel so formal whenever I do them. I almost, like, I almost forget my name every time. I'm like, I'm, I am it, the... I'm your host. <laughs> I am the host. Ready to rock. You are one of the hosts. Yes, I have a co-host. Don't forget me. I won't forget you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, are you ready for a question? I am ready. All right. Let me ask my mom a question. I love it when you do. I'm going to make this all about me. Oh, good. I like that. Um, so what it's so rare. <laughs> um, what advice would you give to someone who was dating me? Uh, yeah. Well, there's a lot. But the ones that come to my head <laughs> right away are he better like cats. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've already said I could never marry a man allergic to cats or peanut butter. Those are like <laughs> two things I'm not I'm not willing to compromise on. Okay. So I, I, he probably would have already found that out. Yes. This wouldn't be any I think secrets. that's somewhere on my Twitter. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> so the other thing I would say is to support your obsessions, <laughs> regardless of what it is, um, food, haunted houses, Basketball. NBA, right. Basketball. Hell Basketball. Yeah. She's got she's got lots of them. Um trying to think of what else here. Uh you love organic candy. If you ever are in a bad <laughs> mood, get her some organic candy. Um uh, know the top fifty restaurants in the city that you live in. <laughs> this is a really long, difficult list. You're gonna need like a doctorate <laughs> masters. To know. Mm -hmm. Um I would suggest that he purchases a vineyard because that was the the vision I had when when you were younger, I was like, she's going to marry somebody that owns a vineyard. That's so specific. <laughs> I, I think it was because you were always in California, you know, mm -hmm. doing acting and different things. And so it just seemed, I don't know, apparently my brain just went there. So <laughs> that was my vision for you. So I'm cool with that. I would let them know that you are half deaf most of the time and that you're fully <laughs> deaf in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or you just don't respond. <laughs> the, are you great? No, you still, you try, you come into my room and try and start conversations with I me didn't while I'm talk still this morning. laying in bed. Like, okay, this morning I did no talking. I was just kind of dancing, kind of sending you energy <laughs> and like karate chops and you didn't like it at all. You mm -mm. told me, you waved goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other the other morning before I even opened my eyes, like you know when you're awake but you haven't opened your eyes yet, like, yeah, you haven't accepted that the day is starting. Yes, um, I literally hear you from the kitchen. I hear you, um, because you were listening to the Kanye West episode of Joe Rogan, and you're like, Carly, I totally get Kanye West. <laughs> Everything he's saying makes so much sense, and I I started laughing because I hadn't I have I still haven't listened to that episode, but the only things I had heard about it on Twitter were people like Kanye sounds he's like, like a homeless he's person. like a homeless man who's like rumbling, and then other people are like he has a really good heart, but he kind of just goes off on these tangents that don't make any sense. <laughs> And I was like, that's a Gemini thing. That oh is, my gosh. It, that is, they're supposed to be like the best communicators, but like you can't, you got to pick up the slack. The people that know us understand us somehow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's our gift. Yeah, but you assume <laughs> everyone else understands They catch you. up. I have faith in them. They catch up. They always do. But that is, that is guilty as charged. <laughs> I totally get his vision. I, I want to. I want to be in charge of one of his one of his monasteries or whatever he's yeah, calling them, mm -hmm. because that's one of my dreams is to do light club and have it be this beautiful temple of wisdom and love and light. And, yeah. you know, if I had the magic wand, that's what I would be building on some beautiful piece of land. And yeah, it'd be really fun. Opposite of Epstein's Island Temple. <laughs> 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 we want children yeah. to come here and to leave, actually. <laughs> and to leave in better condition than yeah. they arrived. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, Carly. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes, we definitely want that. And then um, I would say that I have lived with a lot of people. As you know, mm -hmm. I bring in strays all the time mm -hmm. and I let people live with us in our family. And um, I, I had very basic rules about noise. But other than that, I'm used to living with all kinds of different people. Yeah. You are the easiest person to live with. 
like the most considerate, the Mm -hmm. most considerate, like some people see that something needs to be done. Other people do it. And you're one of those people that sees something that needs to be done in the house and you, you get, you get it done. And I appreciate it so much. And you leave notes. Well, our house elves, you you help them write their notes. (laughs) (laughs) I leave, I leave messages. I leave encrypted coded messages. Yes. Yes. Um, But I would say like, if you have any issues with living with her, you you probably are the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I would just give him that little, that little bit of, you know, like I'm watching you thing. Hell yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's that's all the major things that come to mind. Yeah, I agree. Do you approve of them? I approve. Even the vineyard thing? Yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> I like like She's that like seems, as long as there's horses. It I'm seems cool. majestic and it's you have to have money to have a vineyard, so it covers a few bases. There you go. It would be nice. Yeah. Like, well, or maybe wine. you could maybe you could buy the vineyard and he could that's live there. True. I could buy a vineyard. I mean, I wasn't I just saw you with a man in a vineyard and he was your 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 guy. I don't even know if y'all were married, but that was the like thing that I got was you're you're in a vineyard, you've got horses. Oh, I'd love that. that I don't know dream. if horses and vineyards go together. This will be something I have to educate myself. <laughs> I'm on. like I've only seen that in the Parent Trap, so <laughs> I don't know if I have any other evidence to support that claim. However, I like the vision. The vision is what matters. Yes, I like that. I like that a lot. But those are my main. Those are my main ones. How about I, you? What do you, what do you, what would you tell somebody that was going to date me? That was going to date you? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, what planet did you come from? <laughs> because to understand you're going to have to be an alien or have some type of alien DNA to make sense. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I can need to, that a compliment. You're going to need to marry a shaman or something. I don't know. Someone highly evolved. Yeah. He's definitely going to like walk on water and stuff. For sure. Right, right. Yeah. Levitate. And I thought a vineyard was a tall order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, at least I'm staying on the ground. Yeah. Well, at least I don't have obsessions. <laughs> Yo, my, I love my obsessions, okay? And no one can say that people don't benefit from my obsessions, okay? Yes, that's true. They come back around and they save people. They do. They Maybe do. Maybe not save oh, their I lives. Know. But... I would make sure that he likes to travel, too. Yeah. Because if he doesn't important. like to travel, then... He's going to be left behind a lot because I think the only reason you have stayed in one place for longer than six weeks is no, (laughs) because somehow you always manifest whatever you want, including travel across the world. I find a way. Yeah. Um, But the one thing I think it's because of COVID, you're just like, okay, I'm here, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've gotten stuck for a little bit and I was flying like so much this summer and I was just, I'm ready to sit in one place for a little bit but um yeah i'm so excited she's officially back in texas yeah, and i officially moved we're out getting of a new place and, and i want to say i'm from texas so i'm not fleeing los angeles to come here i'm coming back <laughs> home and there's a big difference yeah okay? that's true because they've been uh, i saw a meme today where the the hollywood sign was turned to <laughs> um don't go to texas or something like that what would, please stop please moving stop to texas. moving to texas please stop yeah please stop moving to texas yeah, I get that. That's what people used to say when I first moved to L.A. They're like, please stop moving to L.A. Have you seen that? Like, it's funny because I feel like Texas and California have, like, the highest exchange rate of the same citizens that they just, like, toss back and forth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even being from Texas and living in L.A., everyone I met, like, it's rare It's rare to meet someone in L.A. that's from L.A. Right. Like, that's usually kind of a rarity. Like, most people grew up outside of the city and then moved there when they were older or left when they were older. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's where you grow up. Like, a lot of times, like, I don't want to spend the rest of my life here, so... Is it mostly because of the business, you think? Yeah. 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 Um, and you can just get quality, higher quality of life in other places. So it's like if you don't need to be there, right? why do it? Um, right. But yeah, so I thought because most people I met were from Texas, like just out and about. Like I never met anyone from like Delaware. <laughs> They're either literally from like Texas, Ohio, Colorado. No. No. Never met anyone from Colorado. Midwest Chicago area. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But it was very, it's very interesting to see where people come from. So So. the only thing that you would make sure that my guy was that he was an alien and that's it. Yeah. (laughs) He just needs to be. That's it. I mean, like. (laughs) Extraterrestrial. You could be two foot tall. (laughs) Gray. He could, he could be, I could be jealous of our house elves. <laughs> they might steal my boyfriend. <laughs> well, they're known to steal boyfriends, so you got to watch out. 
<laughs> at least ours are. Well, I should clarify that we have imaginary house elves that we conjured during quarantine. Yes. Um, as we a did. bit, we don't have small people running around <laughs> our homes that we abuse. Glad you cleared that up. I'm just going to throw that out there as clarification <laughs> in this climate. Um, yeah. Don't fact check the <laughs> the house elves. Yeah, don't they don't know shit. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. You need someone who like lets you do what you want, but um someone um one of my best friends, his therapist told him this and I think it applies to a lot of people. They were like, You like to do boring things with extraordinary people. Yeah. And I think that is kind of like you. Like, you like to do the same things. You know what I mean? Not in, like, a bad way. Like, you like routine, but, like, you're happy where you are. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you want to go home and, like, to your favorite restaurants and sit and journal and drink. And, like, you don't need, like, you're not a high maintenance in terms of what you need to do all the time. You know yes. what I mean? I could be happy Yes, anywhere. but you need <clears throat> someone who whose mind is entertaining. Yes. It doesn't need to be about you guys doing entertaining things. They just need to be an intellectual person. Or someone that captivates me with humor or uh, business um, prowess or, you know, just something that is deeper, that doesn't, it's not surface. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're right, I'll get bored. Yeah. Very easily. Exactly. Very, very easily, like after two texts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was boring. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, no, I'm I'm boring over text. I know. Like, until I know someone, mm-hmm. how they are in person, it's hard to communicate with them over text. Also, I'm very sarcastic, and that does not translate well. Yes. I've learned. Yes. Does not translate well yes. over text. Yes. Yeah, because guys like, what are you saying? I'm like, that was a bit. We've been doing a bit this whole time. <laughs> it was a bit. <laughs> you didn't recognize the bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, so do we want to move on? Absolutely. What's what's next on our well, agenda? Well, I gotta I gotta tell you about our non-current event. Okay. And it's very interesting. And it's very hilarious. Okay. Good. I like it. Okay. So I don't know how you find these things, but I love mostly them. Reddit. The Devil Bible was my favorite. Yeah. People be wild and on Reddit with information. Okay. Um. So in <laughs> 1671, uh, Francois Vatel. French name. I could tell. <laughs> Did I pronounce yes, that correctly? Yes, it was amazing. You Francois. Were... Yeah. <laughs> um, he was responsible for a 2,000-person banquet in honor of King Louis XIV. The 14th. The, the 14th. <laughs> King Louis the 14th. And I would imagine in 1671, a 2,000-person banquet is a lot of pressure. He's under a lot of pressure. <laughs> There's no event planners back There's then. There's no event. He was the event planner, hoster, this was on him, and so he was he was a little stressed. Yeah. A little stressed, and you know, kings aren't known for being understanding when uh, public events don't go their way. So, little Francois was a little stressed, and um, he was so... <laughs> I can relate this to... This is the actual can, king. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, this is the guy that was... No, it's it, King Louis. Yeah. Francois oh, is the one in charge. Is the one in charge. Got he, it. The kings didn't plan so their he, own events. That's what I was saying. He was an event planner then. Yes, he was an event planner. It wasn't planner. official though. No, no, no. He didn't have an LLC or anything. No, 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 no. He didn't have an Etsy. He didn't have a business. <laughs> he was just doing this. He was just, you know, I don't know, passing out flyers. The king, the king He was being him. forced to do it for no money. He's a yeah. self. We don't know. Okay. So Francois was so distressed about the the lateness of the fish and seafood. Yeah. So he ordered all this fish and seafood for these 2,000 people. Wow. And he was so distraught because it was running late that he killed himself (gasps) with a sword and they found his body because someone came in to tell him the fish had arrived. Oh, no. That is horrible. (laughs) Gosh. Next time any of my clients come to me with stress issues i'm gonna be like well just be glad you didn't work for king louis the 14th well you know what i can honestly relate to that logic to be like i'd rather die than deal with that type of criticism really (laughs) oh absolutely carlisle we have got work to do oh yeah no there's certain things where i've been like i'm gonna be in trouble for this at work the i could kill myself (laughs) like that's always an option (laughs) you know at least i wouldn't have to deal with repercussions like that but um Stress does wild things. Hey, she is a comic. She is kidding. <laughs> right? Is that a so, cry for help? So, if, so yeah. if the CIA uses this to prove that I did, in fact, kill myself <laughs> and I wasn't killed for information, this is false. 
Carlisle <laughs> Epstein over here. Yes, don't. Oh my gosh, that was. You so were talking about the island. I was. Yes, that's true. Be careful what you say. Over yeah, the, I, over the airwaves. Yeah, I've said a lot. I've googled a lot. I'm on a list. Me too. Oh, for sure. There's yeah. many places I will not be able to go. And if AOC is in charge, I'm on the list. <laughs> oh, you're definitely on the list. It's the burn book. Yeah, for you're, sure. Like Mean Girls. Um, the the burn book, is it what they called it? Yeah, remember the burn book? I, I barely remember. I just, what? Amy Poehler was my favorite part She's in that whole so thing. so funny. That's when I was highly focused. She was amazing in that. Um. So last night, I was going to watch a movie. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know... There's all this, all this commotion, all oh. this mistrust in yes. our, our own government, our own people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's as there should be. There's just yeah. In, Stay you know, suspicious, there Carly. There's no better it's your way. Motto. There's no better way to curl up and to remind myself to have faith in the system than to watch the movie about Edward Snowden. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you just got all the confirmation. I was like, you know, I need to be reminded of our, our fair and just system. That is so dedicated to upholding our constitution and the American safety (laughs) and the American safety. I'm going to watch the Snowden movie. And I'd never I knew who Edward Snowden was, but I didn't know how that how it all went down. Yes. Yeah. And what happened. um, And the most interesting and revealing thing to me about this was because he was a, a very high level CIA. Right. Intelligence senior advisor. Um, very high up in the NSA for security protections, terrorist protection, whatever, under the FISA Act, which is basically like, if we suspect terrorism, we can go through all of your information. Um, Guess when he was born. When? Guess. Is he a Capricorn? No. Damn it. (laughs) You didn't get a good one? No. Is he a Gemini? (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just had to interrupt with that one. Wait, what day was he born? June 21st. That might it's, not that might not be Gemini because here's the thing. It changes like every few years right. it changes by a day or two. So we'd have to actually look at his birth Maybe chart. Maybe he's a Cancer, but yeah. But uh he's he's, he's near there. He's close. I win. <laughs> he's close. Um it's fine. Uh what was I saying? I'm sorry. Oh, so I just had to stick that in there what the most interesting thing to me was because all he revealed this in what it was 2013 i think when he yes he went he yes. he, he's, he gathered this information and he took a huge risk he knew ex- how much trouble he was putting himself in like he was like i'm gonna get ex- arrested extradited whatever and be held in contempt of court for the good news espionage. is he works for the bad guy it's, so he knows how they operate <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> Or the some, you know. Here's the thing about what is what is Hotep Jesus called? Hotep Jesus, like so, like the CIA, the FBI, the NSA. Yeah, the I call them the initials. The CDC. Hotep Jesus calls them the Alphabet Boys. The Alphabet Boys. That's my favorite thing ever. Yeah. So you taught me that. <laughs> Those Alphabet Boys. We got to give Hotep Jesus the the shout out, but that is so funny because that is there's so many of them. Oh yes, it's an insane. Well, that's what because in the movie, but there are good ones in the movie. And keep in mind, this is the biopic, not the documentary, which I did start but haven't finished. So in the biopic, you know, it's a movie, so we don't know how accurate it is. But it is in the movie. But it, even documentaries aren't. They can be any any documentary can be skewed to make you believe whatever it is that the director wants you to believe. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean, Epstein one sure. was produced by someone who had ties to Epstein, so like obviously they had a hand in wanting to manipulate that information. Right, but um. What was I saying? Uh, we were talking about, you were saying... It's not the most, you know, you don't know how accurate it is because it's the oh, fiction. Oh, the, bi- the fiction, bi- yeah. so biopic. Like in, in the movie, he goes to start training at the CIA and then one of the guys is like the first guy he meets there that kind of like gives him the rundown mm-hmm. was this guy who had like this, made this really big advancement in some type of computer technologies in the 90s and had like wanted to use it for this thing but apparently noticed that they were using it for like other shady things and then he basically got demoted to being like the trainer for this other thing. Um, and so it was just like setting the stage for showing how like most people are good people who notice that there's like shady things going on, but know that like the risk of it all isn't worth the reward. Yeah. Because that's what he said. Like, because they showed Edward Snowden, IRA, like act, the actual Snowden at the very end. And he was talking about like, I knew I was risking my life. I knew I was risking my future. I knew I was risking my comfortability. Like I was literally risking everything that. I had ever expected of my own life. Yeah. But like, I feel free now because I'm not afraid of tomorrow. Yeah. Like I'm not afraid of what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, 
eternally too. Yes. I mean, as a <laughs> as a highly spiritual person, like yeah. I would all day long pick the spiritual it, yeah. cho- uh, path over the linear yeah. path because I, eternity is more important to me. Yeah, but but it but, is interesting because like Izzy, you know, people call these people whistleblowers. Like mm-hmm. I I don't like that name. I think we need to think of another name for it because it makes it sound bad. Like they did something bad. I don't know. I think so. Like you're telling on somebody? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I kind of think so too. But like in a sports game, if someone blows the whistle and something goes wrong, they stop the whole thing. Like the referee? Yeah. I don't know where it came from, but I mean, it's, I mean, I think everything's kind of propagated in a way to look, to um, delegitimize a lot of efforts. But what was interesting about this to me was he exposed that the NSA was spying on everyone through their cell phones, through their laptops. And not only listening into their phone conversations, recording them, tracking them, but hacking into their computer laptop. Like, that's why people have those like little tapes over the top of their um, cameras and their computer screens because they could tap into it at any time. Um, they could log on to people's Facebooks. They were using it to get information on people's kids to manipulate them. Like, it. And he, they notice they they keep saying it's like an effort to be safe and to keep us safe from terrorism. But they notice that they were spying on like their own American citizens, like some, like three times more than any other country or things wow. like that. And how they were like planting things in other countries. So in case they ever like went to war with them, they would have the upper hand because they've been spying on them for literally ever. But the craziest thing to me about this was that when it came out, all the, all the big guys came out and defended it. You know what I mean? Like Obama took a strong position on defending the NSA, all of the other... The, well, and George news- Bush is the one that, you know, kind of installed yep. Homeland Security, mm-hmm. which After 9/11. led to, yeah. Yep, exactly. Like, all of those things that got passed because of the fear of terrorism was what was exploited and used to spy on the American people and people around the country. And that was one of the things in the movies. He was like, if you think what they're doing to us is wrong, like, what we do to other countries is is horrifying, especially because, like, right. it's out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? Like, we don't... Just, and we, we think we can look the other way because it's happening somewhere else. Yes. You know, it's not our problem. Yeah. And but the craziest thing to me about watching that, I was like, holy shit, that was a huge deal. Yeah. That's like that's an everyone, everyone is like, oh, well, I'm not I'm not doing anything wrong. What do I have to hide? I'm like, so it doesn't bother you that people are spying on you like that is just such an overreach of of privacy and yeah. trust it's like and reading someone's the, diary but, <laughs> yes well no no no. it's like it's like if your diary was recorded into a database where all in, uh, intelligence officials could access at any time right really i mean you know what i mean it's not just one person reading your diary it's, right and, and then it's every person who you mentioned in that diary's diary getting read right and then every person they mentioned it's a web he, he went to show on how you would try and get intel on one guy and you would end up four like four things away from them looking at one of their friends who posted on their friend's Facebook wall. Like it became so invasive. But the craziest thing to me about this is how normalized it became so quickly. Right. That happened basically seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And now like the Joker idea that we're all being spied on and listened to all the time. It's literally, it's, it's something we've accepted as normal and we've carried on with our own lives. And at what, and he said, he literally said, if there is no change now, this is only going to get worse. And watching that was so disappointing because it, now that wouldn't even break, that wouldn't be breaking news. That's not breaking news to anyone. Right. Like if, you literally, we were like, TikTok is gathering four times the amount of data than any other app. And everyone was like, yeah, and so what? Like, because they grew up with it. Exactly. And that's what I was, that was my thing. Why I never got TikTok because I was like, I would never have gotten Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I never would have gotten on social media if I had known that was what you're signing up right. for a possibility. And I would be. say that probably 95% of the people who have signed up for it wouldn't have. Yes, exactly. Yes. And so I'm not going to willingly go into another one of those situations. Right. You know what? Because also, like, I'm like, the funniest ones make it to Twitter and Instagram anyway. <laughs> so, like, I'm not missing out on that much. Well, you know? Well, it's like back in the 50s, they get you hooked on cigarettes and then tell you, oh, yeah, this is bad Yeah, for yeah. You. Yeah, like, well, exactly. I'm not going to give it up now. You know? Right? Yes, That's so true. exactly. Like, what's the point? I have two reactions. One, as a human, mm-hmm. and the other as more of a esoteric um, spiritual and as a human, I have a question about how valid is spying on people as um, something for national security. Yeah, it's not that. Um, you know, and has it led to way more issues oh, than absolutely. it has prevented? Yeah. Um, 
and I don't know the answer to that, yeah. but as a human, it's very frightening to me to think that, you know, like we had at our, at our building, we had like a drone go right by our window one night. Like that was crazy. Oh yeah. They have actually it's happened yeah. twice. They're everywhere. They can hack into any security. Kit. It's, it's all, it's all under surveillance. Yes. And then it's going to get worse with 5g and all of the thousands of satellites that Elon Musk wants faster, to stick yeah. up in the, in the, atmosphere <laughs> everything's got a camera i mean your yeah. phone your ipad uh-huh. your xbox your computer yeah 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 right, right. I, just, I just hope and that- then as a spiritual uh, the spiritual side of me though and and i know that a lot of people will be like what is she talking about but the spiritual like the the piece of me that understands where we're going as a more evolved and beautiful right. um it will be more open. It will be, we'll be able to, at some point, maybe even perhaps read people's minds. We'll be like, you, you know, know, the FBI agent on my phone is spying on me, but we did a meditation <laughs> together, so it's fine. No. <laughs> He's highly enlightened, so it's fine. No, that's not what I mean. What I mean is I think we're going to be so no. telepathic no, no, no. that we'll be able to read people better people will be, get better and better at reading the truth yeah, but I'm not because worried they've about... been gaslit gaslit for so long but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying yeah, no, 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 i'm no, saying no, from no. a no no it's different it's different to have a person who is going to have special abilities in the future if they get microchipped in their brain be able to read your mind because you're consenting to that right people aren't consenting to this i understand that's, i agree yeah. that's why i said the the man in me or the human is offended or yeah, kind of disgusted by the well, whole yeah, thing. Well, yeah, it's just it's just interesting to see how fast it's spinning out of control. And like you know how like with the the bubble burst and the two thousand eight um, yes. housing crisis, and then we just watched the Enron documentary yeah. and that all that didn't end well. And so what's going to happen is because a lot of tech industries are on such thin ice yeah. for the meddling they've done and the censorship they've partook in and the spying they've done and that the selling of our data mm-hmm. they've done it's gonna there's it's a bubble that's going to burst yes. and what burst that bubble is going to be so bad that it's going to be interesting to see what ways they overcorrect because like they all no matter what happens i feel like there's an overcorrection especially the pendulum and government so it's going to be interesting that's just to the see law of harmony where know? that pendulum swings yeah yeah no, that's really, gosh, that's crazy. He's a brave man. Um, yeah. I, I really, I, you know, whether whistleblower is a good, I, I mean, I like to think of them as a hero. Yeah. <laughs> but um, whistleblower, I think I, I looked it up and it comes from, you know, the concept that you would blow a whistle to warn people or fellow policemen yeah. would, back in the day, blow a whistle oh, okay. to warn somebody that somebody's coming. Um, and I get it, he's warning us. <clears throat> but to to um punish somebody for truth that is beyond what is normal or Mm -hmm. what what we've all agreed to is um horrible to me yeah because like i guess and so tell me about the girlfriend part another well i was like it's crazy because you said that he maintained a girlfriend through this whole thing through all of this and she's like she's right or die this movie came out they were living in moscow together because his his passport got like revoked in, when he was in transit through different countries trying to make it back to America. So he's he's been, and um, Russia gave him, what's that word? Immunity, like uh-huh. s- safety, basically. Yeah. Diplomatic immunity. Yes, yep. exactly. And so um, at the end of the movie, they said that she moved there to be with him. Wow. But yeah, she moved like all these different places with him, like in different countries where he was. She doing... gets Girlfriend of the Year award. We yeah. should give that a, We should give that award out. Every year. Girlfriend of the Year Award <laughs> goes to, I think her name is Lindsay Mills. <laughs> Lindsay Mills, we're shouting Something you out, girl. For, You're, you know, are Girlfriend of the Year. Yeah, if you can make it through that, then you guys yeah. are good. Right? Although it wouldn't like, be this year. I guess it was 2013 yeah, that she... 2013, 14, yeah. She still is, did she get a ring yet? <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. But um, that is a wild. Yeah. But, um, totally wild. It is an interesting concept, though, like because some people would say, "Oh, he's a traitor," or yep. other people well, would say, "Oh, that's he's a said. hero," or uh-huh. somebody else would say he's a whistleblower. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it all de- it all depends. But um, yeah, I do think that the beauty of being in this world right now, and you can call it faster energies, you can call it faster communication, you can call it whatever you want, but people are facing their choices mm-hmm. faster than they've ever faced them before, mm-hmm. which I like. Because I mostly make good choices. <laughs> Every once in a while, I catch myself going, dang it, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, 
But I thought that was interesting. I thought that was um, funny as we all try and navigate this election and mail-in votes and everyone freaking out, losing their minds, celebrating, not celebrating, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what I thought was really funny is so <laughs> um, there was a document that was so important and had to be carried by someone. Mm-hmm. It was never allowed to leave their hands. It stayed in their hands all the time as they got on a plane from Los Angeles to New York and delivered it directly to the exact person it had to go to. This, wow. this thing never left their sight. Anyone know what that was? <laughs> the, you, you already know? The 2005 hit animated film from DreamWorks Madagascar. Oh, really? I was, so, <laughs> was going to say, remember when we toured DreamWorks yes. mm-hmm. and we got to kind of see all the back end stuff? Remember he was telling us mm-hmm. that somebody carries the script from L.A. Mm-hmm. to New York mm-hmm. for Jerry Seinfeld because I think he was in a B-movie or whatever that yeah. was. I don't, I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, but the B-movie. It was B-movie. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. And, and it was just so fun. Do you remember? So, <laughs> Do you remember? Remember me making the loudest noise in the DreamWorks cat cafeteria in front of the whoever was running that campus? Because <laughs> no. I was worried Square. you were going to drop stuff. Oh yeah, you're like, don't drop and anything. I, I, and you dropped I everything. Grab something off, and the thing tipped, and I was like, oh lord. But um, yeah, so anytime there's a movie, a big movie, but done by a big studio, or a script for that movie is is hand couriered directly to the actor. Anytime there's a movie. That CD at the time, DVD, whatever. Now, I don't know. It's on a freaking flash drive. It's in someone's brain chip. I don't know. It's (laughs) delivered directly from the source. So we took more care for an animated script Mm -hmm. than voting. Yes. And that was how I thought was so funny. When you look at the things that people are like, this is too precious to send via mail. And then everyone was like, yeah, I'll just send it via mail. Yeah. Like, it's really funny to me. Yes, yes. Well, and, and I, I do think that one of the beautiful things that will happen from this, you know, there's always silver linings, is I, I guarantee you they will have to figure out a way to make this um, legitimate. Well, because yeah, so we that's live in too um, beautiful and powerful of a country full of amazing people with all the kinds of diverse views that all need to to say their piece through voting. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is I think that it, it will be interesting because I'm like, I hope we don't experience a situation like what happened in 2000 where they announced Gore as the president and then it went to court and it got reversed. Yes. Right, isn't that what happened? Yeah, yes. yeah. he won the popular vote and they announced him the electoral and uh, president-elect and then they had like the whole Florida recount and yeah. all that and then, yeah, they overturned it, right? And then yes. Bill Clinton ended up in office, of course, because... Yeah, yeah, Al Gore was never president, but yeah, I remember that. That's that was crazy. Nuts. Yeah. That's okay, but here's what here's and here's here's where I got onto this. Wasn't it George Bush? Yeah, it was George Bush, wasn't it? Because Gore's who yeah. he ran. Oh, against. oh yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Al Gore and George W. Bush. You're yeah. right. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's all right. Um but that's what so I got I, I was curious about that and I I'm getting this information from an astrologer I follow on Twitter. So yes. I can I can understand very reliable. I can understand the hesitancy <laughs> to to believe, but um I I think this is very interesting. So she's saying that she and she's not she's not a Trump supporter. She's mm-hmm. not a Biden supporter. She's very bipartisan. She's yeah. like, I hate them both. I think that this whole system has been screwing people for so long. Me too. And we need to. Me too. Re- I agree. And same with me. And I was I am, voting for the lesser of two I'm, evils. Yes. And I'm very, I'm extremely unbiased. Like I'm very methodical and I'm very centrist on a lot of things. But I do think, um, because so anyways, what this astrologer said is that there is going to be there's some mishap she was like listen and we did the election day was during still mercury in retrograde which is known to mess with things like electronics communications all these deliveries like all those things and so she was like first off is something went down that day because it's very sketchy and i don't trust it and she was saying that the real election is going to happen on december 14th which is when the new moon happens wow um so like i said very statistical yeah. evidence that can uh, this measurable yes, this we can hold, measure the stars this will hold up in the supreme court um, <laughs> yes am i they'll have my back um so but she was saying she keeps but here's what she's doing she keeps re- replying to everyone on her timeline who's like celebrating she's like she's like don't celebrate yet it's not a victory yet like there's well and that's that's the hard part is people will 
you know, the media called it already. Yes. And so. And they said. Proje- well, they, and they said projected. Projected. Yeah. The hell? They always put a word in. That's what they do on all the medical journals, too. Yes. They'll say it yeah. appears or, you know, and it's very misleading. Also. OK. Yeah. If you, so if you think so, I that's what worried me, because I feel like the media is specific because you, you, you know, us, we stay suspicious and I'm yes. going to assume the worst possible thing. I'm not going to assume, oh, the media made an honest mistake. And they just <laughs> they were just trying to tell us the right thing. But they got the it's you know, this no, isn't they're the, all about having um they want divisiveness so exactly. that they get to keep reporting yes. so people keep money. watching because it's a dopamine if hit. People are mad. People are addicted. They're going to watch it. If, if someone's having a good day, they're not going to they're not going to engage with that. Anyways, so I think that it is specifically being like, totally hyped up just in case there's any way that it's the other that it way. ends up being that Trump one. Yeah. People will literally feel like they got be, robbed. It, yes. That's like being married to someone for a month and then them Finding being like, oh, married. the marriage didn't actually happen. <laughs> Sorry. Like, and Or that they're married to somebody else. Yeah, it turns out it's a serial killer they're married yeah. to. Yes. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like. And yeah. so I think that everyone should just prepare their hearts yeah, and their no, minds for I that. I think that's really But wise, I also, Carly. like, I'm not, like, I think that it's very possible that Biden won. That's not... That is very possible. It's a yeah, close of race. Like, so if they take it to court and they do, because there it, there has been evidence of fraud, but so far it's been a small scale level. And so if you're if it's if it's provable that that scale is large enough to influence the actual way the election goes, then that should be investigated. And people on both sides should want a fair Absolutely. election. And you cannot say that there's no amount of fraud because even in a fair election a small amount of fraud probably happens like that's it's it's statistically impossible to say that there's no miscounts it's kind of it goes back to like one of my favorite lines from jurassic park life finds a way yes and there's always somebody that's trying to cheat the system and there's always somebody that's trying to figure out the way or they're putting people in place that would make official decisions or whatever it is um that's the that's the underbelly but that's the piece that the churches have failed so there's mm-hmm. the systems that's failed, mm-hmm. but the churches have failed because they haven't raised up people of integrity. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We, we are, we have done, we have failed. Every, all of us have failed Everybody. on some level Absolutely. our own democracy. Yes. Because if you look at, if you look back at the DNC and the way they've screwed Bernie twice, they literally, they literally manipulated it. So Bernie didn't win the actual, what was it called? The candidate. The primaries. Yes. So that happened twice. Yeah. And one, he's still he's still going and supporting them, which he shouldn't. He should be a whistleblower. <laughs> Come on, like you know what I mean. Like he's um, and and so I think it's so funny because a lot of people are like, y'all, this is it's a, it's a victory, but it's not because we shouldn't be celebrating that this was the other option. Yeah, well, like that should not be something worth celebrating. Like yes, it's it doesn't feel. Like that doesn't give me hope in our our systems as they function, and I think what has happened if people have become so distracted and engrossed in the culture war that Trump made basically that like his his presidency became so polarizing that it's created a it's type of culture war that people are so engaged in that they don't they they've lost sight of everything else. It's become the only the only thing to focus on. Um, yeah. that's why like all those people it's all are, consuming yes, it really it's is all consuming and that's why people um, I came to have been joking on the timeline today they're like now what is what is Saturday Night Live gonna do now that Trump's not president like <laughs> I know like, people, like when OJ trial ended like, what are you gonna do yes, now yes exactly like, people people will lose their jobs and their personalities and their hobbies and they're gonna try and extend it into like some type of religion and cover what? the people well you know what I mean because have you seen those tweets about Trumpism and like they're gonna define it as a way to to define a certain people or a certain era, which I think is hilarious. But you know, people got that is gonna it, die. But you know what? A journalist got to make a job happening. somehow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if they can't lie to us about what's happening. They have to give us their opinions on things. So um, those are that's but really I good think, stuff, and I agree with you. But what I realized this week is that what the media has done. And the way that they've covered Trump is is backfired in a way because it's made his supporters, his true supporters, so educated on Trump's presidency. Brilliant. Because point. here's here's what I want to say. Because one, they so they, they can defend it. They inf- they inflame things that he said. They cut out the context, and they, that becomes a trending thing on Twitter. It becomes yes. a trending joke of Saturday Night Live. It becomes a trending thing everywhere. 
You're Meanwhile, right. they ignore the things that they can actually criticize him for that are policy politics right. based. <laughs> the things that the people... But who, they know that the, the average person will no, no, be no. more moved by that. But listen, so he had... Because all these... There's a bunch of things that he promised that never happened. There's a bunch of things about his presidency that are supposed to be good that were kind of inflated and they're kind of like, yeah, that's kind of bullshit, but like everyone's getting behind it. Right. And then there's also... But they also ignored all the good things that he did. Anything he did that was actually extremely beneficial to our country never got any airtime to the point where I don't know a single person who is like... I know tons of people who are very right. anti-Trump. I lived in LA for five years. Like right. that was the, that was defined people. I know, right. and not a single one of them can name anything that he's done that's not oh people just like him because his taxes and he's racist. That are, it's it's yeah. There is a there's a point if they don't know anything about him that wasn't but seen that's on typical. TV. Just uh, I. I know that you're 23 years old and this is like what your second presidential mm-hmm. and I'm telling you that is typical that most people do not know policy at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was they thinking cuz they cannot tell you why they're voting for somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you if you mix in all the AI stuff and the ability for your a timelines company, to be curated to not only that but but a television company to be able to use a flicker rate that brings your your um, your brain waves down, then anything they're sharing with you becomes a part of you, because they put you into well, yeah, a low it's enough also, wave it's also state. repetition. Absolutely, the but, mockingbird. But what, piece. but what I was going to say is, as a strategic as a strategic um, uh, ploy, it doesn't make sense because what it because what it has done, it has made. Trump supporters feel so like they have to defend their position fully that they know everything about his presidency. So they've created the most educated followers, but not to mention some of them are, are crazy because people, people on the fringe of both sides have absolutely lost their minds. Yeah, it, it is Agreed. some type of weird cult thing, and that's what the thing with conservatives and Republicans—they don't have style, they don't control the culture, they don't push the culture. That's why a lot of Democratic people connect with the kid. That's why AOC's out on Twitch playing video games. Right. Like, someone needs to take her battery pack out. I'm, <laughs> I'm not convinced she's real. She's she, it, and it's so easy to see. She's so easily able to manipulate people just by scooping up the common denominator of what everyone's really passionate about and then regurgitating it through her things. Right. And I'm like, what? We don't really, she's in Congress. We don't really know what she's doing. Right. I don't know what she's done. I know that she's on Twitter all the time and people are like, yes, queen, AOC 2024. And I'm like, we, yeah. m- maybe not. And a lot um, of people find her and she's very pretty. beautiful yes, and course. she's, she's young. the hottest girl in Congress. And so <laughs> by far. <laughs> Like, we know politicians, like, compared to what some of these governors yeah. look like. Are you kidding me? Yeah, of course. And, of course, that plays a role. People would be silly to think that doesn't help. Right. Of course that helps. Um, but I think that we've become so obsessed with the persona of politics. And it just makes me so mad because we've become so obsessed with the persona of politicians and wanting to be fans of them that we've rejected to hold them accountable for things. Well, and that's where we end up in trouble with every everything. Yeah. It's it's called idol worship in yes. the Bible. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And and you can see why it's a problem, mm-hmm. and you can see how really connected and it's convincing. it is. You can see how connected it is to the ego too, because yes. somebody has, you identify with it. Yeah, it's it absolutely. Yeah, no, I get it. It's it, and I catch myself, and I feel like I do a same. really good job of purifying myself, and I catch myself. Don't tweet that. That's your ego. That is not your soul, and I have to I have to stop myself. You know. Yeah. And I feel like I have a really good uh, governor on top of, you know, I think I have a great governor on like what I say, what I don't say. And then even I'll even have people will, you know, text me or message me, which by the way, if anyone's listening, I appreciate that. If they're like, this doesn't seem like you, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'll take it down. I have no issue looking at something and admitting that I, I, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. No, it's easy. It is also easy to get lulled into um, being such a fan of someone that everything they do seems cool and you forget about... Like, you know, I saw that video of Obama shooting a three-pointer and I was like, I totally forgot about all your war crimes yeah. in 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, that was... It was the coolest thing I've ever seen any president do. Yeah. It, he just he just dribbles up, shoots this flawless three-pointer and then walks away. I was like, that... It was his first try. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I forgot that you f- defended the NSA when they said that they were... I mean, I'm like... Also, I think that a lot of those agencies are 
controlling the president a lot more than we know. So. Oh yeah, and and who knows Ooh. what 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 those presidents are yes. under? Yeah. I, I exactly. can't. They're under so much them. pressure, manipulation. You know what? There could be. There could be. Yeah. And everybody is lobbying them all the time. Exactly. Yeah, Everyone can't trust anyone. is lobbying you. Like your, your cleaning lady is probably lobbying yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You know, and so... They're like, they were sent here by Apple. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder she's not folding my clothes right. She's <laughs> doing intellectual espionage. Um, that was something else I thought was funny from this election week is watching the CDC be like, even if you are infected with coronavirus and quarantining it is still your right to go vote in person just let the poll people know that's so funny it's so funny because that that would be like them being like it's okay if you have ebola go do your what's it called when people do their civic duty yes what's that what's civic duty? like community service yeah but no, no no where you go to the court you're on oh, you're oh jury. jury duty yeah Oh, jury duty. Yeah. Like, it's fine if you have a flesh-eating virus. Go do your jury duty. It's your civic duty. (laughs) Yes. That's... Yeah, but I think it's really cute. Or you have Ebola and you still get drafted? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we need people. (laughs) Come come infect a whole unit. Yeah. Yeah, they won't even take you in the military if you've had coronavirus. Yeah. Not sketchy at all. Totally not sketchy. (laughs) That's totally fine. But this is is where um, the system has lost everybody. They, yeah. they they flip flop on everything they say every two months. They flip flop, but they also do things that are diametrically opposed. Yes, mm-hmm. and so they they don't even make sense, Mm-mm. you know. And that's where the average person might not know policy, but they do have common sense, and they know the difference between an airplane and a restaurant, and why are people mm-hmm. shoulder to shoulder. In, a, in an airplane, but they can't be That's so stupid. shoulder to shoulder yeah. in a bar. Yeah, it's very... How much time are we at, by the way? Sorry, I messed up the clock again, guys. You're at about Gosh. 10 minutes, so you have plenty of time for why'd you tweet that. Oh, good. Oh, we have 10 minutes left? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. Is there anything that I wanted to say? Yeah, and thanks oh, for that. Was, that was great education. And if, I'm really impressed that you thought of that because I, I really do believe that this is one of the beautiful things that's going to happen is people are going to know more about politics. They're going to understand more about yes. how the process works, what the electorate, the electoral um, college is, and then also the effects of the um, the different branches of government and how the Supreme Court's going to come in mm-hmm. and all these different things. And people need to know that. I also see a ton of really, really amazing people um that are more interested in running for office. Mm-hmm. Um, people who you can tell actually have a genuine heart for it rather than somebody that just wants to run the city and get all the accolades and be more political, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah, not like... Like not, an actor. Yeah, well, not like aristocratic, generationally political families that are from, like, right. billions of dollars of, like, <laughs> oil money. Yes. Yeah, not like, making deals with Ukrainian oligarchies. It is kind of funny, though, that when... Trump won the Electoral College the left, like, totally wanted to get rid of that aspect of the election oh, process. Yeah. But as soon as Biden hit 270, everybody's like, woo! Yeah, oh, yeah, they're like, abolish the Electoral College. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do you know what the Electoral College is? It yeah. serves a pretty good purpose. Yeah. In um, my opinion. It just makes it, it just rounds it all out and makes it more, yeah, fa- more They fair. were brilliant. Those guys were absolutely brilliant. But that's what happens when you don't have television and social media. You spend time studying and learning and developing yourself, (laughs) going to church, reading the Bible at night. Um, I'm going to bring yours up. I already know which one I was going to. So mine would be for Carlisle. Um, And maybe, did I already do this one? I don't think so. I don't think we've had a podcast since then. Oh, okay. So uh, maybe we did. I don't know. Started playing NBA trivia on an app three days ago, and I'm already in the top 10 players in the United States. <laughs> Richard, 43437 from Florida, <laughs> is trying to come for my crown, but he shall not be successful. That's right, Richard. <laughs> you didn't know who the all time leading scorer of the Houston Rockets was. All right. I knew that. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, my God. It was that is really rush. impressive. Yeah, I know. It's actually so impressive. I was very impressed with myself. Well, first she first she dominated California, right? Oh, yeah, because I, st- I, I downloaded <laughs> the app when I was in California because I was just bored, and I was like, I like trivia, so I downloaded a trivia app, and they had an NBA option. I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then in less than a day, I was top 10 in California, and I was 
driven i was driven by my my power hungry <laughs> bloodthirst for just knowing really unimportant things so um you had to climb to that the just, top of that mountain mm-hmm. you little goat <laughs> mm-hmm. i had to climb it was great yeah but i wanted i was i was very impressed with myself i was yeah. very proud of myself so i had to share good girl with those people i also had to let richard know that he can't come for my crown yeah richard four three four three seven you got it you got to Bring up your game a little From bit. From Florida. Stay suspicious because Carly is right around the corner. Okay. <laughs> the tweet that I picked is not a tweet of yours. Okay. It's our favorite, Tim Dillon. Oh, my gosh. He's one of the funniest so comedians. Funny. His podcast is so funny. Everything about him is so funny. And um, Watching him with Alex Jones and um, Joe Rogan. Oh, was such a good one. He was the best part. He was so funny. And I was like wait, we need a slow motion button because like they would brush over him because yeah. Alex and Joe Rogan were so focused on what yeah. they wanted mm-hmm. to talk about that every time Tim Dillon like yeah. Tim Dillon was like, yeah, our off. elected leaders are, are worshiping <laughs> gods in the woods, but you know, that's fine. <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> um, Talking about, what was that, Bohemian? The um, Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just thought it was so cool that he was so brilliant and so funny. And those two were so focused that they didn't even notice. I'm sure they noticed, but maybe they're just used to it. So he tweeted this. I think it's one of the funniest things. He said, Biden and Kamala will ask kids pronouns before caving them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> he's hilarious but it's so it, that because it reminded me because i saw this meme last week and it was like a drawing of like a plane dropping missiles and mm-hmm. it said republicans and then it was a drawing of another plane dropping missiles and it said democrats yeah. but the plane had like the gay flag on yeah. it and black lives matter <laughs> and like peace and I was like that is so true yes like that is and that's what you were saying earlier about the yes. system being being flawed yes yeah. yes and how they distract us with their that, yeah, like how Kamala's getting off the airplanes with all the cool shoes on. Yeah, the Timberlands. And I'm like, oh yeah, nothing makes me feel more related to a president than them getting off of a private plane. <laughs> oh, because you're wearing Converse? <laughs> I think you're not going to use prison she had, labor? <laughs> she had clearly jumped down the steps of a private jet many times. Yeah. She knew exactly the cadence. Yeah, I want, I want my leaders flying southwest like me. <laughs> Okay, where they give you those shitty roasted peanuts. Not even anymore because of COVID. <laughs> oh, no. Now we're not going to get Southwest as a sponsor. We're just going to get rid of everybody. Southwest don't need us. Everyone needs us, Car. We all need each other. <laughs> we all need each other. What a... Yeah. But, um... Good stuff. But, yeah, I'm excited. I know we don't usually talk politics, but there's just been... There's so many things I've seen going on that are so hypocritical on both sides and I think that people are indulging themselves in childish play. Yeah. And they don't understand how that is also destroying our democracy. So if you want to yeah. uphold this democracy where you care about people so much, yeah. like all these, if you're going to use people who are like minorities of not just of people of color, but of situations that you right. feel the president has been um, an aggressor of, then you don't use them to make a point in your Instagram post. Right. If you're not going to actually contribute to the betterment of our society. I think that's beautiful. I yeah. love that. I'm proud that you um, are my daughter. Hell yeah. so impressive. Especially because you stay suspicious. I stay suspicious. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Mm-hmm.